on 90.3. This is My Mom's Mix. My name is Sam, and this is a weekly show where I sit down with my mom and or stepmom, and we walk through their life via music. This is my mom, Isabel. Hello. And this week, we're going to be visiting songs from the 80s, but this time I get to take some control. This week's mix is songs that my mom made me listen to as a kid. I say made me... But it was actually pretty good music. It is good music. So I'm going to start with what I think was the most iconic part of my childhood and kind of always makes me fit in with people who are a little bit older than me. But we're going to start with David Bowie. Yes. So I guess we'll go ahead and start with any memories you have of David Bowie growing up or where I guess you first ran into him and in terms of his music i guess i'm sure you didn't run into him yeah. in the middle of arkansas <laughs> uh, no actually you'd be surprised you would be surprised you know because david bowie is iconic hello i mean he's david bowie um i know that one of my favorite movies of course was labyrinth and that was you know why a ways away from that you know from the beginning you know, when i really first started listening to david bowie i was Gosh, I want to say I was pretty young. It was before junior high. And I had, you know, someone was playing the Diamond Dog. Yeah, it was the Diamond Dog uh, record. And I thought, man, this guy is really awesome. But it was it was the cover. I remember I was really young. I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of a weird looking cover. I wonder what this sounds like." So I put it on, and I was like, "Man, I, I'm I'm I was really digging it," you know. So yeah, that the, I have to say, probably ten. I mean, seriously, ten or eleven. And a lot of people were listening to you know the Pointer Sisters and Madonna and all that, and I, I liked them. They were great, but there was something about his music. It was really, uh, it was really magical, very magical. And just the fact that he, uh, the way he presented himself, I, I could identify with that because he, he just did his own thing. And I liked that. It wasn't like he was trying to fit into any kind of culture whatsoever or what, what other people would have wanted to look at, you know, uh, as far as a, a performer goes, he, he really was cool to me. And that actually was one of the first more androgynous type performers. I just, I started to find myself uh, gravitating more toward those type of performers because I, I thought they, their individuality, I mean, just the way they presented themselves was so cool. David Bowie was pretty cool, especially to me, a kid who was a huge space nerd and loved imagining being in space. David Bowie's Space Oddity was a song that sparked my imagination. Ground control to Major Tom. Ground control to Major Tom. Take your protein pills and put your helmet on. Ground control Nine. to Major Tom. Seven. Six. Commencing Five. countdown engines on. Three. Two. Check ignition One. and may God's love Lift be off. with you. Today, for here. 
Looking back at like the labyrinth, oh my gosh! I know that was awesome. Yes. That was just an awesome movie, and I really, I was really glad that I introduced you guys to the movie. Um, the music in the movie was just to me was, I mean, I loved that movie. I still do to this day, even though a lot of people. It's so funny. They're like, "What?" You know, the younger they don't have any idea. But it was like it was a pretty cute movie. But it wasn't just cute. It was kind of cool. You know, it had a lot of cool stuff. The music in that movie was awesome. And I even remember growing up and being driven to like, uh, you know, before school like daycare or before school like CLC programs. And I remember we would be driving, and the song would um. What was it? It was the one with the baby. Dance, magic, dance. Yes. You guys love that song. You were just like all about it. You were like, yeah, mom, play that song again. You bet. I'll play it. Oh, my gosh. My gosh. I loved, I still love that song. I still love that movie. You remind me of the baby. Baby with the power. Power of voodoo. 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 Remind me of the baby. I saw my baby.
You remind me of the babe. What babe? Babe with the power. What power? Power of voodoo. Voodoo. You do. Remind me of the babe. Dance, dance, dance. What kind of magic spell to Ending story too. Mm-hmm. That's another great classic. I mean, yeah. The music is pretty good in that mm-hmm. one too. It but is. It's very. It's a much more instrumental. So I mean, when you're a little kid, it's mm-hmm. like. But I would play that for you guys. You know, turn around. Yeah, it's oh a good movie. Oh my gosh, I forgot about that mm-hmm. song. I just said it's instrumental because I couldn't even remember. Oh my gosh, that was a great song. Mm-hmm. That was a great movie. Mm-hmm. It was. But when I was drawn to movies it is. like that as a kid, I mean, well, that you guys were where you guys I mean, that was go what you were introduced to. World, mm-hmm. that was what you were introduced to. I mean, well, those you would are the read movies. to us when mm-hmm. we were I kids, did. yeah, and we would read. I remember Alice in Wonderland mm-hmm. and just you know dreaming of entering this magical world, or you know, mm-hmm. growing up the frog and toad books. I mean, it was like mm-hmm. we grew up and it was just. I mean, I think a lot of kids grow up this way, but I think especially in our household, you grew up and it was just. Finding these fun ideas and these really fun, you know, worlds to well, dream it's, about. It's all about looking at the world in a different way. And I wanted to encourage you guys to do that. I wanted you guys to know that there is magic out there and you create it. And your perception of the world around you does not have to be like everyone else's. And if you continue down the same path as everyone else, there's so much you're going to miss. There are little things out there. The whole world is magic.
That was Lamal with the song Never Ending Story, released in 1984 on My Mom's Mix on 90.3 KRNU. My name is Sam, and I'm joined by my mom, Isabel. We also always had music in the house when I was a kid, whether it was being played on the radio or it was being practiced by one of us kids. Why did you decide to encourage us into music? Um, getting you guys involved with music was a big deal to me. Um, I know the practicing the instruments and, you know, all that could be very tedious and it was annoying for you because you wanted to do other things. But I feel like it's something that you're going to be able to take with you your whole life. And as you get older, I think all of you are starting to appreciate that. I talked to each of you and, you know, I wanted your childhood to be full of as much magic as I could provide for you. And um, there was some just awesome music that came out from these people, these these artists like David Bowie, um, Annie Lennox. I mean, there's so many. I can't list off so many, but I, I'm really glad that I played them for you because it wasn't just about I don't know how to explain it. It was about the artists themselves. I wanted you to respect their individuality and see that if you are an individual, you can do these things too if you want. You can do what you want to do with your life. It's your life. I know another song I grew up with and I have no idea where it comes from. I know now that because I mentioned it to Amber and Cameron, um, my sister and brother-in-law, who are older than I am, um, that it was used in memes, but I had no idea growing up. But like safety dance. Oh my God, that's um, the best. We would sing to that on the way to school mm-hmm. all the time. And I mean, we would dance to it. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, we would have so much fun. And as I got older, I remember mentioning it to somebody and I have no idea what the joke is, but I guess people, I've never even seen the music video, but I guess mm-hmm. people use it all the time um, in memes or jokes and things like that. And sure. I think nowadays yeah. people make memes and jokes out of everything. Yeah. It's just crazy. It's you know, just like, so okay. Funny. You know, <laughs> but we, oh my gosh, me and Joe loved that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good me, song. Me and my sister, Joe, we loved that song. Mm-hmm. We really did. It was a good, it's a, it's a good song. And what year did that even come out? I'm not sure. I want to say 1983. Yeah. You're <laughs> Tracy's better with all the years on yeah, the song. So I mean, so I can, smart. I can hit the decade, <laughs> but the years I'm not always awesome about. Um, when it comes down to it, I can't like pinpoint all of Were them. Were people listening to that song like crazy at the time? I always wondered if oh, it was popular. You know, when we were kids, uh, there was a lot more socialization and a lot of times you would be, uh, we spent a lot of time at the skating rink, a lot of time. And there are a lot of songs that come on the radio, or excuse me, my playlist and Tracy's playlist. I wouldn't say the radio, I wouldn't listen to the radio, but we'll remember. And Safety Dance was one they played quite a bit. Um, one Night in Bangkok, That played, they played that a lot at the, the roller rink. But, you know, back then, that's what you did. You would skate all these really cool songs. And um, a lot of times, they even had like uh, what they called lock-ins. So you would spend the night at the skating rink all night long listening to these songs and skating to them. And then, you know, they had arcades and and it it was a good time. Um, Those days are gone now. 
You don't see a lot of that anymore. Yeah, I think skating rinks are gone. Well, I just you don't see any think, kind of social, not kind of yeah. socialization anymore with um, anyone. I think when I was a kid, safety dance was even played in Rest in Peace, the skating rinks that people used to go to. Mm-hmm. I have a feeling that it was still playing. It's just, it is, now that you say that, it's like the perfect song, mm-hmm. the perfect song for that environment. Oh, yeah. We can dance if we want to. We can leave your friends behind. Cause your friends don't dance, and if they don't dance, well, they're no friends of mine. See, we can go where we want to. Place where they will never find. And we can act like we come from out of this world, leave the real one far behind. it so much Mm -hmm. and just like it's very catchy the dance magic dance it's like Mm -hmm. i think that when we were kids it's like anything that had that kind of beat and that kind of energy it was the energy dancing Mm -hmm. and it was like oh my gosh so much and i think that separates a you know that separates a lot of the music that i hear now and not to say that it's worse i mean i'm not trying to make a judgment but i know that a lot of the music playing when i was a kid that was um from the 2000s i don't have a lot of memory of them carrying that same kind of energy and just well i think it's music point, to dance to to dance to there was yeah, no message exactly of, you know you know they broke mm-hmm. up with me or you know i'm making money or yeah and not to say that those are bad messages to make songs about but it's not necess- it, it you know these songs had this uniqueness of right. it was just mm-hmm. music to dance to to dance well and the, and the songs had meaning I'm, yeah and i'm sure they had of meaning them, i mean and that. i feel like i maybe it's my age i don't know um but a lot of what i hear now the topics are pretty much all the same and i don't know i just it they don't interest me i can't i don't i don't now every now and again i i love pink i mean you know we can talk about her later but i love her and i absolutely oh i really lo- i got into shakira I, mean, I loved her music too because there was a lot of that you know influence but we can talk about that oh god well, that's later on down the road but you know most of them like if you people bring up certain names now of people and i i don't know who they are you know i don't really know who that person is or you know but I, you know, I, I think one of the reasons that I loved David Bowie, you bring up David Bowie now, people know who David Bowie is and share. Okay. 
and and um, Elton John, you know, they know who these people are. Even the young people know who these people are. They're not obsolete. Now, we had one hit wonders back when I was a kid, but even some of their songs still play. You still hear songs like Take Me On by AHA. You know, I mean, you're going to hear certain things. And uh, I still laugh about people talking about what was it, Rick Rolled? Uh, <laughs> oh my god! Never gosh. gonna get you. I actually well, I went so to happy. school with his cousin, and we would talk about. She just thought that she was so proud to be related to Rick Astley. It was so funny. She had to tell everybody she was his cousin. It was. I, it was too much. Well, and I'll be honest. I was so glad growing up that we didn't listen to that song. <laughs> you know, and that's. I was know, never a big Rick Astley. Fan. Yeah, that's no tea on you know Rick. We love Rick. We love the Rick. Yeah, Rick. Role. I mean, you know, <laughs> you, you made some money off that. You know. But yeah, that was never. I mean, you know, and I also remember. Um, I know this is going way back. This is this is diverting from the eighties, but I I think it's worth mentioning, and I think it's because it was used in a lot of movies. Um, you know, and especially in the 2000s, Frank Sinatra's love, L-O-E. Oh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You would sing that to mm-hmm. us all the time. And I, you know, and I remember hearing, it's really weird to grow up with this music and mm-hmm. now it's being used in movies. Oh, yes. Like mm-hmm. Guardians of the Galaxy, everybody loves the playlist. And it's interesting to grow it's up. It's all the songs I grew up with, the ones they play in Guardians of the well, Galaxy. That's, that's the music you played for mm-hmm. us I growing did. up. And I it's did. interesting now to listen and everybody is talking about how great the music is. And I'm like, oh my gosh, where were you guys uh-huh. when I could only relate with 30 and 40 year olds mm-hmm. as a kid well, who I was listened laughing. to it. When we went to see that movie, I laughed at how you were sitting there and then the song would come up, a song would come on and you guys were singing the lyrics to the song in the movie theater. And I was like, yes, yes. I did good job i did good job with these kids (laughs) well and especially thanks frank sinatra's um you know song i i remember it playing in um what was that movie we loved it when i was a kid and they remade it with the twin sisters who were switched or not switched that one the mom has one oh parent trap parent Mm -hmm. trap the the Mm -hmm. the remake Mm mm-hmm Oh my gosh. And it plays in that movie when mm-hmm. they're like setting up. I think oh, yeah. it's when they're setting up to trick the parents into going on a date. Mm-hmm. But I remember it, I just, and I, it's in lots of movies from that time. I, you know, I'm, I, I have a memory. I have memories of it being used in intros to um, movies and things. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it was just, yeah, I remember you singing that a lot to us growing up. And it's kind of, now I kind of listen, some of these, like, you listen back to the lyrics and it's like, eh. but it's like, you know, I, I've heard people criticize some songs and some things now, but it's like, all I hear when I hear that song is you singing to us when I was a kid, you know, I can't hear anything else. You know, I think a parent trap, but it was like, <laughs> before that was even a thing, you know, you were singing it to us as a kid. And I really did love that song. And we know Grandma loved Frank Sinatra. We talked about that last episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. loved mm-hmm. her, loved Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's in the family. Well, I just you know growing up, and and that was the kind of music I listened. Well, I I didn't choose to listen to, but I listened to or heard in the house. Um, I just you know sometimes it was just easier, and I remember you guys falling asleep. You know, you enjoyed being sung to, and you would go to sleep to that. And, you know, people oftentimes would ask me, friends of mine that had little kids, you know, I can't get my kids to go to bed. You know, they won't go to bed. I didn't have the issue with you guys because honestly, I didn't. I mean, all of you, as long as I would sit in there and sing a song to you um, and rub your back or whatever, you know, or even just be in the room to sing for a little bit, you went to sleep. And so you always had that connection with me. And the lessons that you took, you know, that was another connection. I just want you guys to always have that connection, whether it be the memory of me singing to you or a song that you could relate to, you know, anything. I just have something to connect to. With that, up next we have Love, L-O-V-E, from Frank Sinatra on My Mom's Mix on 90.3 KRNU. L is for the way you look at me O 
is for the only one I see. V is very, very extraordinary. E is even more than anyone that you adore can love. Is all that I can give to you. Love is more than just a game for two. Two in love can make it. Take my heart and please don't break it. Love was made for me and you. Next, I'd really love to talk about Tina Turner. Oh, man. <laughs> Tina Turner. And I'm yeah. specifically remembering the song, What's Love Got to Do With What's It? What's Love Got to Do With <laughs> It? Mm-hmm. She, I got, I have so much respect for that woman. Tina Turner is an iconic lady. Um, I think she was, gosh, she was still up on stage doing her thing in her seventies last time I saw her and looking great. And her music is amazing. Her voice, Tina Turner has that unique voice and that's something you don't hear a whole lot anymore is, is, is uniqueness in the sound of people's voices. I don't feel like, I mean, maybe that's why I don't listen to the radio they start to sound very similar to each other and Tina Turner. Now, you know what, Tina Turner, if she comes on, no matter where you're at, you know, that's her. And I mean, that commands respect all in itself. She really has the most amazing voice. And if you ever see her perform, she is a performer. And she had a really, I think another thing that I was very lucky to grow up with was you really, and we'll get a little further down the road and we'll talk a little bit more about Pink and more, you know, recent to my life, female artists. But I think you really made sure you had, you know, four daughters. So I think you really made sure to, you know, turn our attention to strong female voices. And I think mm-hmm. t- Tina Turner um, you know, growing up her voice, you know, you talk about how unique it was, but I think it, a lot of the reason it was so unique was because it was, it was strong. Like it was, she was a female singer who I feel like had this strong voice when she sang. Well, if you, and it wasn't hyper feminine. Or if hyper, you get an was, opportunity to actually, you know, look at some of the things that she went through with her ex-husband and how he treated her and just everything, you know. Um, I think that that made her stronger and it made her, I mean, her her songs became more powerful. Her voice became stronger. When you find yourself again and you know that you can make things happen on your own, 
there, I mean, you could see it in her performance. You could see it in her as a person. She wasn't going to ever back down again for anybody. And that's empowering to every woman out there. You know, it's never too late to start. She was in her 40s when she started on her own. And I don't know how many people know that. You know, she wasn't young when she started on her own. She was in her 40s. And she knocked it out the park. And she owned everything. I mean, she did She did her thing. And I respect her. I mean, much respect to her. And um, listening to her empowers me as a person. If Tina can do it, so can I, you know. touch of your hand makes my folks react that it's only the thrill of boy meeting girl opposites attract it's physical only logical you must try to ignore that it means more don't know who sang this song i'm not sure you might know but it was used in a lot of um movies um breakfast club um you know movies around that time Mm -hmm. don't you forget about me oh yeah and i loved that Uh song i don't i simple minds um good song and that was actually my my high school graduating class picked that as our class song i mean that is an amazing song I love the lyrics to the song, the way it sounds. Um, to this day, it still plays, and it's a good song. I yeah, we 
We, oh my God, I'll never forget this. I'm not, okay, I'm going to be honest. I don't listen to country music. I never was much into it in high school. And I remember we had a vote, you know, you had to vote on what you, you were supposed to, we were going to have for the class song. Cause everybody back then, you know, you had a class song and this class song is played, um, to kind of, you know, symbolize who all of you think you are and this and that, you know, you're supposed to find one to represent your graduating class. And we had two choices. We had Garth Brooks, the dance and the simple minds. Don't you forget about me. And, uh, yeah, I think the other one, um, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm drawing a blank, but, uh, there was one other, but I can't remember. But anyway, we were all like this one simple. Yeah. Don't you forget about me. And it was funny because there was, it was almost, there was, there was like a bunch of people are like, but the dance, it's such a cute, sweet song. And it's like, yeah, well, no, don't you forget about me is what we're going with. You know, it it was, it was something I remember when we picked that. Yes, it was a good choice. And every time, and it's been over 30 years since I graduated and I still, when I hear that song, I'm like, yeah, I can remember, I can remember fighting over that one for the class song. Yeah.
Roses. Oh, yeah. I have a sweet child of mine. Yes, Guns, <laughs> Guns and Roses. All right. So I can remember when I got introduced to Guns and Roses. I was a sophomore in high school, and there was this really hot dude, man. He'd moved from California to um, our school, and he was long blonde hair, you know, um, just, you know, to, to a 15-year-old, just sexy. You know, we all, all the girls flocked to this guy. Anyway, he was really big into Guns and Roses. And I was sitting in his car with him, hanging out. We were just watching, you know, just watching people walk by because we'd become good friends, you know, at that point. Um, and he puts in the tape and sweet child of mine. And I was like, wow, this sounds really cool. So we ended up and we never really dated. We stayed friends, but we went to some concerts and they put on a good concert and I love it. And I loved Welcome to the Jungle. Oh my gosh. And it was just like, wow, you know, welcome to the jungle. And you're just, you're just, I mean, when you go to one of those concerts, it is amazing. And yeah, I did, I did like Guns N' Roses. And I don't know if this is true or not, but I read, which I I mean it was crazy. Um, you remember, I mean, you you probably you've seen pictures of them when they were young and on stage and you know they're all look greasy and sweaty and <clears throat> just kind of rough looking. Well, I read somewhere in an article where Axel Rose is actually kind of a clean freak. I mean, he absolutely cannot stand germs. He doesn't like to be around dirt and stuff. So and I, again, it's not know, very you, rock and roll. Well, you know, <laughs> I just don't really know how true the tabloids are, but I mean, I could see they're like, yeah, he would get his own room so he didn't have to be around all the, you know, all the grossness and, you know, I guess I all the ladies throwing themselves at him and stuff. And you wouldn't I I don't know if that's true or not, but yeah, I guess sometimes people will put on a certain persona and and they're not that person at all. And, and I've read, I've read some things about him where he's, he's really not, you know, but back then, oh yeah, they'd get up on that stage and tear it up and slash, boy, all these girls, cause he was all muscular and he'd always be shirtless, you know, out there oiled up playing his guitar. And these girls are just throwing themselves at slash, you know, he was, oh yeah, it was all about him too. That's so funny. I, I missed that you said Slash, and I thought you were talking about the kid who came to your school. Was on, no, like, no, the guitarist. The, the guitarist Slash. Yeah, yeah.
Jackson's sister's name. I totally forgot. Janet. Janet. Janet came oh out with gosh. some good music. I'm yeah. trying to think of the song you guys played when I was a kid. Um, was, oh my gosh. Rhythm Nation. We are a part of the Rhythm Nation. Yeah, that was a good one. And we did, oh, she came out with some really good music. She came, and, and it was really neat because she, she, she came into her own too. She got out from the shadows, like her brother's. And yeah, she, she did really well for herself back then. And she was very pretty. I mean, very, you know, very talented. Her dancing, her choreography. I mean, she was just amazing. What was it? Call Me Miss Jackson? Oh, yes. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. I love that it's song. It's Miss Jackson if you're nasty. It was Nasty Boys. That was the name of the song, Nasty Boys. Oh, I loved that song. Oh, my gosh. Yep. I can't believe I forgot. Yep, Nasty Boys. That was it. Last name is Control 
No, my first name ain't Baby, it's Janet. Miss Jackson, if you're nasty. Janet Jackson's Nasty will wrap up today's mix. I'm Sam, and I was joined by my mom, Isabel. We had so many iconic songs today. I mean, are you kidding me? I know. Are you kidding? Exactly. Are you kidding me? I mean, we, I I mean so the playlists we have in this house are phenomenal. I'm pretty proud of them. My mom's mix will be back next week, where we will keep chugging on through the 80s on 90.3 Karen U. Mm-hmm.